try. Oh, tired. I'm so used to waking up like pretty chill. Yeah. At like <sighs> ten. So when it's like, oh, you have to be awake and like wet, ready to do something at ten. That's <laughs> it's, a different story. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I hear you. Completely. Yeah. Uh, waking uh, up. Can't we just stream forever? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone outside and in between, welcome, welcome back. My name is Sam Bannigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. Thanks so much for tuning in to the show this week. Sorry it's late. There's stuff going on. You know, <laughs> Just a lot of is. stuff. You know, There's you so know how many... life works. You know uh, how stuff happens? It kept happening. <laughs> it just sometimes it just keeps rolling. <laughs> yeah. The years start coming and they do not stop coming. Yep. Uh, I feel like that would be my layer of hell. That song just going, and it don't stop going, and it don't stop going, and it don't stop going, and it... Yeah. Just playing on speakers. How are like, you doing? Uh, Jason from The Good Place? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the concert in the, in the beat never drops. <laughs> or like in Scrubs, uh, when uh, the... I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, oh, baby yeah. back, baby back. And they never say ribs. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, uh, but how are you doing, Sam? I'm all right. It's been a good. It's gonna been a pretty good week, I would say. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm chilling. I don't know. I'm tired. We normally record these in the evening. I'm recording it in the morning, and I woke up like. Not that long ago, so I'm still kind of waking up. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. How are you, Andrew? Um, I'm as of right now. I'm doing well. I'm talking to a good friend about a a, a film that's quite popular. Um, it was it's been yeah. a crazy week. Uh, performance went well. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, just trying to look for more shows and uh, trying to survive doing it. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's yes. the vibe. That's the vibe, indeed. Indeed. At least we're not stuck in Antarctica playing among us. That's true. <laughs> the thing. 1982? Yep. Yes. 1982's John Carpenter's the thing. <laughs> we watched it. We saw it. Sam, what'd you think? This was a movie that I was 90% sure I had seen before. I was like, I've seen this movie before. For sure. How could I not have seen this movie before? I know I'm, what happens in the I'm movie. I'm Sam Bannigan. I've seen this movie. I I've know seen it. this movie. I haven't seen all movies, but I've seen this one, right? And then the movie started, and I immediately went, I've never seen this movie before. <laughs> uh, and it's a dang good movie. I thought I had seen it. It's like one of those like cultural osmosis movies where it's like, yeah, I know what happens. Like I know yeah. all the things. I've seen all the all the bits. The guy gets seen his all arm. the monsters. Yeah. Yeah. So I must have seen it, but no, I've just watched a lot of essays about it, apparently. <laughs> uh but it's a very good film. It's really well done. I'm a big fan of the uh Yukon looking gold pan and McCready. It's got that big ass Yukon hat and it's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's too big and it's a it's hilarious. It's too big. And he wears it once and then he never wears it again. He's 
still looks good. He's still that charming lad. I'm not saying he. I'm not saying he doesn't look good. I'm just saying he looks like he's he's like an old like he's he's panning for gold. <laughs> he's panning for gold. Yeah. I would have loved to tell see me that this motherfucker. Movie. Tell me this motherfucker wouldn't belong in that in that weird movie that we saw with um, the you know the gold panning movie that we saw. Oh, uh, black and white one. Uh, Treasure of the Sierra Madre. Yes, he does yeah. look like he belongs there. You're absolutely he right. He should be there. <laughs> you can't oh. tell me otherwise. Dang. Uh, what did you think, Andrew? Um, I love this movie. I I saw this movie in preparation for the 2011 movie, uh, and fell in love with this movie and hate that movie. Great. Yeah, no, watching it this time was, it's so weird. Like, I hate to be this guy. I really do. But just, in in the world we live in right now, this movie's just so relatable. Is it not? Just like, who, who, who can you trust in a world where Donald Trump got 75 million votes? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, this movie's so good. It's so it's really cold good. on in the perfect way. It's so cold. Yeah. Um, yeah. What an awesome movie! What a hop to this movie to this all man cast. This all yeah. male cast. Uh, yeah. I don't know who to talk about. Everyone's cool. Yeah. Uh, Keith David sick it's great to see him young (laughs) Uh, yeah i love i love keith david um man remember nice guys he is in nice guys guys. he is in nice guys yeah nice guy nice guys rips such a good movie it's very good uh yeah there's a bunch of people wilford brimley tk carter david clennon richard Dysart, Charles Hallahan, Peter Maloney, Richard Masseur, Donald Moffat, Joel Polis, Thomas G. Waits, and that's all. Um, Jed the dog. <laughs> uh, and they all do great. And then, of course, uh, Kurt Russell. Of course. Kurt Russell. What a good-looking chap. Yeah. He White has Russian a very particular like, vibe of of handsome from that era. It's very interesting. Yeah. He's in the Fast and the Furious movies? Yes, he is. Yes, he is, Sam. Wild. Mr. Nobody. A liar. Um, yeah. He's so good. He's so... Like, you root for him the whole time. Spoiler alert for the film, right now. When, uh... That moment where he has the dynamite, that's such a... He does that so well. Yeah. Like, I I just said it, and now I can't even put words to it, why he does it so well. Like, how would I... How would I say that? Huh? Brain fart (laughs) on air. It's like... You believe he's gonna blow it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, he's like, I'm gonna blow it up, and you're like, oh, he's gonna blow it up. <laughs> he's gonna blow up the whole camp, and he means it. Ooh wee. <laughs> so you're saying he's acting? Yes, exactly. Okay, right. <laughs> he is acting. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, he does a fucking. He does such a good job. That's your job. Uh, oh I'm so sorry. I like. I'm still waking up. I'm, no, I you're good. So, you're good. I feel so groggy. I, this is why I don't like recording these in the morning. Yeah, it's rough. Oh, I, Lordy. Whatever I had to do it in the morning. It's, it's hashtag bad. tough. Yeah. Uh, at least we're not talking about Bohemian Rhapsody. That's oh god. Didn't we do don't that one at like me. seven a.m.? We did it at a stupid early time. I don't think time. so. We did it at a dumb, stupid early time. Watch, it was like 11 p.m. Um, Yeah, I don't know if we talked about that movie early in the morning. 
Um, Maybe. I can't remember. I deleted those recordings a long time ago. They're gone. So um, I have no record of when I would have saved it. What were we just talking about? John Carpenter, the real star. Okay, okay into John Carpenter, the real star. Uh, he also wrote this film, or did someone else write it? Uh, he did not write it. Oh. Uh, Bill Lancaster and John W. Campbell Jr. wrote it. Um, Bill Lancaster, uh, his other films include The Bad News Bears and The Bad News and Bad News Bears and <laughs> The Bad News Bears Go to Japan. <laughs> I'm not joking. He he has written four films. It's The Thing, The Bad News Bears, Bad News Bears, and The Bad News Bears Go to Japan. What a what a career. Uh I'm sure he's done other maybe TV stuff. Uh and then Oh, John W. Campbell Jr. I get probably wrote the book. The book. Because uh... he's credited for every the thing. Mm-hmm. thing ever. I believe it's called Who Goes There. Maybe. The book. Uh, I'm going to look up Bill Lancaster. Hold on. Um, This is a tight script. It is a tight script. This is a very, very tight script. How do you do it? <laughs> it's How'd hard. Do it? I don't know. I'd, I'd be like, all right, all these guys are just kind of just... No, I'm sorry. This motherfucker did not do anything else. He wrote the Bad News Bears TV show. This motherfucker... That's all he cares about. Are those Bad News Bears? He wrote the Bad News Bears. He wrote the Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears in breaking training. The Bad News Bears go to Japan. The Bad News Bears, the TV show. Then The Thing. Then The Thing video game. And then Bad News Bears. Do you wanna? Do you wanna do that? Do you wanna watch all the bad news, bad news bears movies? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to watch these films. Um, there's a thing video game. Yeah, from like 2002. Dang, I wonder how that plays. Probably bad. I'm gonna look it up. You uh. What? Because like, how did Among Us? not have to pay the thing people or did they pay the thing people they definitely didn't it, it's 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 different enough it's different enough yeah yeah the thing video game oh this looks so bad oh, oh good lord what does it look like it's a, it's a third person survival survival horror video game uh it was released on Xbox, PC, PlayStation 2, GameCube, Game Boy Advance. Oh, GameCube and Game Boy Advance were planned but canceled early in development. Uh, the story focuses on Captain Blake. Uh, and the, Oh, it was a commercial success and received generally positive reviews. Oh, look at that thing, video game! Hey! Yeah, it looks like it doesn't get it looks like a third-person shooter. It looks like just a like a third-person shooter with the thing um, on it. Da-da. With the thing on it. <laughs> yeah, like it's just a generic third-person shooter with like the thing as like a skin, essentially. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you have a bunch of guns. Enemies are. Three different varieties. Scuttlers are small things formed from the limbs and appendages of, of infected personnel. Yeah, this just looks like a like weird zombie thing. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. Control of four All characters. Left for Dead fans. See, I know video games. Yeah. Oh man, there's this game that just came out called Back for Blood, mm-hmm. which is like a spiritual sequel to Left for Dead. It's very good. Mm. It's like four people shooting zombies. 
It's great. It's very Ooh. fun. I bet those games are fun. I bet they're like jacked. You feel jacked. A bunch of adrenaline just pumping through your blood. They're great. Um, John, or not, the writing. Yeah, tight script. Yeah, very good script. Very well done. Um, I'm, I'm curious as to how much John Carpenter was, like, involved in it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because it, it seems just so... I mean, it's not the Bad News Bears. Like, that's the thing, right? Like, it's not a weird baseball movie. Yeah, it's not a weird baseball movie whatsoever. Yeah. It feels so different than that. So, I mean, maybe maybe Bill just, this was just his, like, little passion project or something. And he was mm. just like, yep, this is it. Like, this is what I got. But Yeah. And it's not boring. That's the thing. It's not boring. It's so well-paced. And yeah. each moment is like de- is deserving. Like you need yeah. that like twenty minutes of silence before the guy uh, passes out. Then the doctor tries to bring him back, and then his op- his stomach opens up. Like yeah, it's and perfect payoff to all that. Is it you? Is it you? Hey, is it that guy? Is it that guy? It's great. Yeah, it is. It is kind of wild at, at how well it, it sets itself up for success as you're kind of going around mm-hmm. the movie. I think it's also just like such a well, like it's so, this movie could, is such an easy allegory for like so many things. It's mm-hmm. like so interesting. I don't know. Like it's clearly, like it's clearly about like, you know. Well, we'll get into this in a sec. This is something that I want to talk about in bigger mm-hmm. detail, but we should talk about John Carpenter first. Yes. What did you think of his direction? It's really good. I quite enjoyed it. I like the way it looks. I like the, obviously, um, Dean Cundy, uh, the cinematographer, did a lot of work, mm-hmm. uh, but it looks really nice. I think all the performances like work really well together. It's clearly cast really well um, to have like this, like, group of people who can play off each other in really great ways. Mm. There were some moments that I was like, eh, this, you know, some stuff is kind of a little too over the top and whatever the fuck. But like, that was, that was just how acting was in the, mm-hmm. in, in the eighties. Yeah. So it's hard to criticize fully. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Um, so some of that stuff didn't really work for me, but uh, it's still really well done overall i would say i didn't really need it to turn into like big explosion thing at the end yeah it felt like it was kind of like getting into like oh like action movies are a big thing now so it needs to have a big explosion with kurt russell in it you know (laughs) and i was like i don't really need that but whatever yeah to have it be less What's the word? Explosive? <laughs> yeah. A more an emotionally engaging ending. Yeah. Instead of yeah. we need to blow up the thing. Yeah. Um yeah. Like I liked when they were in the cave setting up the explosion and like there was just a couple of them and one of them gets picked off and then like the other one gets picked off. I was hoping mm-hmm. that like it was gonna be a bit more like that, like this kind of like slow, like what's going on? Are they mm-hmm. going to be able to, like, I thought there was going to be more tension and like, can we get the explosion to go off? Like what's going to happen? Um, and then I really liked Keith David and Kurt Russell at the end, like being like, Hey, like maybe we don't make it out of this one. Yeah. I thought that was really well done. So I was like, I wish there was something else. Yeah. Right before it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What a good. What do you think about uh, John Carpenter? I know you're a big John Carpenter fan, right? Yeah, I like John Carpenter. John Carpenter. Uh, though, though that 2018 Halloween score, mm, did the music great. 
Um, I... Because I've been thinking about it. Our friend of the show, Mr. Justin, he's doing a John Carpenter watch this October. And mm. I've been poking my head in and out. Or not poking my head. But he's been telling me things about it. Yeah, yeah. He, he says he's a very Republican filmmaker. And, like, I see that. And yeah. hearing that and then watching this movie just makes me see the film in just a different way. Like, there, the paranoia. I, like, obviously, this movie, like, ha- that's half its shtick is the paranoia. But, like, I guess yeah. I've never really paid attention to it. To that, I was sure. focusing on other things. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah this like time, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally. I see. I see what what um, Justin's talking about because that's what I. That's like sort of how I feel about like Halloween, mm-hmm. and that's definitely what I got out of this. Like it feel like as good as it is, it still very much feels like this is sort of the thing that I wanted to ask you about and and get your thoughts on. It's like you, you know, this movie is so deeply tied to that paranoia and like the McCarthyism of like the fifties and Mm forties that it's like such an interesting thing to like, look back on now and seeing that, yeah, this could be, like I said before, like this could be an allegory for so many things, McCarthyism or just like gay panic, like, Mm -hmm. or like any number of things of like, who, who can you trust? Um, and all that sort of stuff. Like, it's such a... But it feels very closely tied to a political message. Yes, yeah. Um, so I'm just curious what your thoughts are on like how because... that all works. And what's... Thoughts looking back now, like in a time of paranoia. Exactly, of yeah. Who's, who's vaxxed, who's a Republican, who's, who's, mm-hmm. who's secretly a Kenny supporter, you know, like... All that sort of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's because, like, are these movies good? I love the Halloween movies so much. Mikey, Mikey's my boy. Um, I also watched that recently, the original Halloween, and it's there's so much fun. I think there's a lot of of of, and especially with the thing, there's a lot of interesting cinematic things that are happening on screen. Uh, So many fun... John Carpenter knows how to tell a visual story. Like, he can turn the sound off, in my opinion, for Halloween and The Thing. And it's like... You don't need the audio. You can... There's a movie. You can completely understand what's happening. Um, That's so cool. Not enough movies do that anymore. Um, yeah, but that paranoia is so scary and like, I know what he was afraid of, right? I know the big bat, the big, big man who is Michael Myers. I know what fear that is for John Carpenter and him being assimilated to something else. The thing I also get that fear. That's not cool. And you can feel it. Like you said, gay panic. And that is a part of the movie. It is. It's just... Yeah. It's there. You can't push it. Yeah, it's like... It's so specific. Like, especially in the thing. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, this hidden disease. We don't know who has it or who doesn't. Like, the, the lack of knowledge or understanding of, like, what is going on. Like... Testing the blood. It, yeah, like it's so, it's so about like, I mean, yeah, it like like when was the, I don't actually know the years of, um, I mean, yeah, the like the AIDS epidemic was happening a few years before, like mm-hmm. this came out. This came out what nineteen. 19- 82 so yeah 1981 is is when the aids epidemic was was like really getting the first outbreak happened of like a lot of stuff going on 
So this is clearly made in response to that. And also the McCarthyism of like when him and um, the writer, Bill Lancaster were like kids because they were both born in the late forties. So they were like coming up in a full like red scare. Yeah. American part of American history. Yeah. That's that, that seeps inside of you forever. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's quite, it's so wild. Um, it's if someone said they hated this movie, I'd get it, right? Like, like, yeah. but it's so good. Like, it's so much fun when they're testing the blood, and then the thing jumps up, and then that guy just turns into the thing. Oh my! It gives me goosebumps every time. It's great. <laughs> it gives me goosebumps guy, every like- time. I see those monsters. I see. I'm sorry. (laughs) When the guy like puts his hand like into the skin of the other dude's face. Yes. I'm like, oh shit, that's fucked up. That's (laughs) yes, exactly. You're like, ah, jeez. I hope that never happens to me. Uh, Maybe I don't want to play Among Us with my friends. (laughs) Um. How do you feel playing playing video games? Like, this movie, I feel like, tell me if I'm wrong, influences a lot of video games, right? Like, uh, there's not just one Among Us, right? There's a lot of variants of those games before and after. Do you think there's an influence on this movie on video games or or not? I mean... Yes, 100%, especially like Among Us, like there mm-hmm. is a the reason that there is like an arctic map for Among Us is because it's inspired by the thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how that is. Mm-hmm. Um and but there are plenty of like I mean Werewolf and Mafia. Yeah. Is is this, right? Like uh any sort of social de- secret hitler is this like there's so many social de- deception resistance board games yeah and resistance um there's so many social deception board games and video games and stuff that it's like yeah like clearly they're all there's no way even if they don't directly say oh we're inspired by the thing mm-hmm. they will say oh we're inspired by this other movie or book or whatever that was inspired by the thing, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's just, it all comes back to this. It all comes back. All roads lead to the thing. All roads lead to the Um, thing. Cause what other stories do like the boy, like it's the boy who cried wolf, but not really. It's, it's more, but not really. It's, it's like oh, it's. I mean, it's a witch hunt, right? Like ooh. it is. It is. Yeah, the Salem witch. Yeah, the cruci- crucible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's where this is sitting. Huh. Um. Dang, have you read the Crucible lately? Not in a bit. I read it last. It's a year. very good show. Oh, just slaps so good. Just yeah, slaps so great. good. Um. Uh, you know what uh, I was just thinking about recently because I was I was talking to someone about it, um, but uh, Unity nineteen eighteen, my grad play mm-hmm. at the academy, was about a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like we wore masks for that show because the Spanish flu was was happening in the second act. Like that whole show, I I know I know that every goddamn theater company in all of Canada is going to want to do that show after this pandemic. (laughs) Yeah. There's no way, there's no way you don't do it, right? Like you do it. Like you have to. Yeah. So many theaters are going to be like, I need those rights. And they're going to get, and fucking Kevin Kerr is going to get so much money. (laughs) It is going to be frustrating because a lot of them are not going to be good productions. Exactly. It's going to be, uh, What's the word? Uh, exploiting? <laughs> yeah. But I think the good productions will be very poignant. Yeah, that's true. For every one that's cynical, there's one that actually tried. Yeah, I yeah. hear that. Um, yeah, but it's just weird to think about. I was like thinking about all the 
you know, details of, of what we did during that show. Mm-hmm. Um, like small things like, like, um, there's a weird little scene between like two random men who see each other on the street and recognize each other, like through the masks. And we like shake hands and then we both like wipe our hands on our pants. Like yeah. we're trying to clean them. <laughs> it's like such weird little things that at the time we didn't really think about. And now, <laughs> and now, now here it's we like, are. I, I don't want to touch anybody. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, like this is this this has permeated into video games, into other TV shows, into movies. Like this is such a, a staple of because it create it's such an instant like drama and entertainment. Yeah, who's the thing, spy? Right, like if you're if you're sitting around in a in a room with your friends or on Discord with your friends or whatever. And one of you has to lie to everybody else, but no one knows who it is. So it's just like everyone, like we've played Among Us. How many times have Exa- yeah. people just started arguing because it's like, oh, I thought I, I saw you do this. So that must mean that you're the bad guy when neither of them are the bad guy. <laughs> right? Like it just happens. Yeah. yeah. It's so it's so interesting. What, what a- and, it, and it instantly creates such, such fun. I have a great time playing Among Us. I have such a good time playing Secret Hitler and and like werewolf and and all this stuff like yeah it's great but why are we so wired to do that it's like enjoyable to to point a finger and say you're a bad guy (laughs) it's you i don't know i don't i wouldn't i i wouldn't say we are wired to do it I think if you're presented with a situation in which, hey, one of you, one of your friends is lying to you, and you have to figure out who it is, I think that is is just like, oh, this is just fun. This I know my fun. friends like, like I don't want to play Among Us with people I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want to play it with people that I know. Yeah, because it's way more fun. Because then it's like, oh, I know this person. I know like how they talk i've seen them lie before but are they doing it or am Mm. i am i crazy like am i misremembering like what's you know yeah i i i don't know i i i much like um squid game a thing Mm -hmm. that's kind of blowing up i know you haven't watched it but you know what i know um yeah 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 i think it does a really good job of like so many, so many people, I think, are were misreading that show. I saw a lot of people talking about, it, like, oh, man, it really just goes to show, like, people are inherently evil. They're always out to get you, blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's not what the show is about. That's not what, that's not what this movie is about either. Like, it's not people are inherently out to get you. Like, some people just get so defensive and it's, and, but you can still go through the, like, it's a choice to be evil and it's a choice to be kind. Mm-hmm. Like, one thing that the movie I wish talks about more is that Kurt Russell shoot, shoots that guy and then they test the blood and he wasn't an alien. Like there's yeah. something there's something that was left to be desired there. Like there yeah, that moment definitely feels like it doesn't really get resolved. Like it never like has Kurt Russell be like, "Oh man, I did kill a guy." It just keeps moving forward where there's something that I wish, I mean, just like we can like be inside their heads for a little bit. Then that, yeah, I wanted, mm. I wanted more scenes of him doing that recording. Exactly. Yes. Like he does one, and I'm like, oh, this is so interesting. I want to see like you know, days later, he's now recording. He's just like, I had to shoot this man. He came at me. We tested his blood. He wasn't the thing. This thing is driving us crazy. Yeah, like uh, we're we're really losing our minds up here. We don't know what what to do next. It's not just like, oh, I will be eaten and turned into one of these things. I am also losing my mind. Like, yeah, I am becoming the thing without it even touching me. Like, uh, Justin always has this joke when something like the thing comes out, where he's like. Uh, you you must see it on Letterbox sometimes. Uh, 
What does what he say? What if the real Walking Dead was people? Yes, exactly. And yeah. like, I do feel like this movie does stand above that. Like, it, it, there is something. Oh, deeper. for sure. But it's stuff like that with him killing that guy, and then even Keith David's like, he was human. That makes you a murderer. Yeah. It just, I don't know, it's just boils that moment, that entire theme of the of the movie is just boiled down to maybe it was us. Maybe we were the thing the whole time. Yeah. It's yeah. frustrating. <laughs> it is frustrating. Still a good movie. Practical effects. It's still a good movie. That's the thing. Like, this movie can be as frustrating as it wants. Like, because it's just good. Like, you said... At the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's good. But just now, you said gay panic, and I was like, that's it! I was like, there's something that's, like, kind of... Uh, I don't know. It's kind of icky. I can't put my finger on it. And then you said gay panic, and I was like, yes! That's it! Yeah. It's a group of men. There is a mysterious disease that's infecting your whole body. If you are alone with one of them for too long, you get the disease. They test the blood. Like, it's so... It was, like, really just like, oh, man, these this dude is scared of being gay. That 2011 Holy sucks. <laughs> the 2011 one? Yeah, that movie sucks. At least... At least that movie, yeah. Ugh. Don't watch it. Um, okay. Um, yeah, practical effects. Practical effects. Ooh wee. Practical effects. I. Who did the makeup for this film? Is oh, it the God. King Rick Baker? Uh, visual effects team. Uh, Albert Whitlock and Henry Schlosser. Great last name. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know who exactly would be in front of maybe Hen- Henry Larec, the uh, um, art director. Yeah, visual effects. It may be Rob Botton did makeup. Phyllis Newman did makeup. Chen- Ken Chase did makeup. I don't know who would be the person who who was in charge of all Puppeteers that. Puppeteers and all that. Just great. Yeah. That scene with the the scene with the dog is so good. Like it oh, so sh- creepy. It should be oh. so cheesy. Now in 2021 when it cuts to the dog and it's clearly a puppet just vibrating. Yeah. But it's not. I've been waiting for yeah. that scene to be dated for like 10 years and it's still not. It's still, it's still so good engaging and real and like yeah it's a puppet but uh oh what's this ugly thing that's about to happen it's so well made um yeah the the wonders of a visual effect are are truly astounding yeah no time to die had that when i'm still thinking about that time he jumped in in off the bridge yeah that was the coolest thing on the motorcycle we jumps onto the bridge or the I don't know I don't know geography. <laughs> On the motorcycle, at the, no time to die. At no time to die at the very beginning. He doesn't have a motorcycle. No he hops die. on a motorcycle and they jumps up really high that lands. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. to avoid the the like funeral procession. Exactly yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah yeah that's pretty sick. There uh. I hope we, I hope that comes back soon. I feel like people. It's hard, right? Like, yeah, I don't want people to die. <laughs> no, you don't want people to die. You don't want like things to to. You don't want things to go wrong. You don't. It's like a lot of money. Like, yeah. If you don't get like if if Chris Nolan hadn't gotten that. Like a shot that worked of that plane crashing into a building, they wouldn't get a second. They don't have a second plane. Yeah, those planes are expensive. Like, just to explode it. Yeah, just to blow it up. Like it. It's hard. It's hard to do it. It's hard to do it right. It's hard to. It's hard to convince like 
studios to do it because it's just like why don't we just do it in cg and it'll be cheaper and easier i mean they should pay their digital artists more obviously yeah um, yeah because they don't do that very well but it is just easier and as gra- and as like computers and, and graphics processing gets better and better like it gets harder and harder to tell sometimes when something's cg you know do you notice when when fincher does cg no he does never. It, he, almost every scene has cg <laughs> in it he's 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 the outlier he's the exception not the rule <laughs> yeah i know he's i know he's the outlier but like one dude is doing it mm-hmm. right one dude is using this technology in a way that is unnoticeable yeah and everybody else is not like it's kind of like the world either the world computer graphics either have to catch up to what david lynch is doing or get so wildly good that there's no way we can tell when computers make movies (laughs) yeah when compute when when don cheel and the warner brothers computer start making movies Digitally, yeah, got a Um, a marketing budget. People like, like, paid their like debts with with the. Oh my god, (sighs) um, yeah. But this this it looks so good. Like it looks so good. And I know I'm not the first person to say this about the thing and pointing the thing out. And like, there's a million other movies that makeup looks bad. That that practical effects look like a cheap gimmick, like a Muppet movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's yeah. Happy Time Murders, right? Right. And I haven't seen the Halloween special, but I hear that's great. I guess it's just people. Just people need to know what they're doing. Just mm-hmm. John Carpenter knew what he was doing. Yeah. That's same with like Jurassic Park. Like Jurassic Park will always look good. Yeah, like, right. That thing, that giant T Rex was there. Like they just had a giant T Rex. It's like like same with Jaws, like this. Um, there are like it just it Mission makes your Impossible. movie timeless. Yeah, Mission Impossible. It, it like it's hard. There's so many movies that did visual effects, and it's like yeah, it was a great movie, but like it's hard to watch sometimes. The difference between the Matrix and the Matrix sequels. Yeah, like it's hard. It's hard um, to do it. It, it, It's like the difference between the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. Prequel trilogy came out 20 years after the original trilogy. And Mm -hmm. it looks like so bad because it's all digital yeah but the original trilogy still looks pretty good for the most part yeah because it's almost all practical i believe they're fighting in the trenches of the of the death star i believe it i go yeah that they just they just flew up to space and shot that duh yeah duh easy um if Jeff Bezos can do it. <laughs> if Jeff Bezos can do it. If every billionaire can do it. Why go to space? Yeah. I mean, just like, and not just like, if they're doing like some Star Trek stuff, yeah, I get going to space. But the way our real world life is going, why? What's the point? <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not going great in that in that department and they were like uh, going to mars all right sure you're a billionaire yeah it's different whatever but they're just kind of visiting they're just kind of like chilling Woo! oh yeah <laughs> what anyway yeah <laughs> now have you heard jeff bezos's evil laugh yes yeah, yes. everyone who hasn't heard it, go look up. There's a video of Jeff Bezos, like right when he gets out of the shuttle, when he went to space, uh, and he's wearing that dumb cowboy hat, and someone's like interviewing him, and he is a supervillain, like he is a supervillain in that, it, like he just watch it, it's insane. This man is crazy. Yeah, no, I've always just been like, man, just maybe he's just the biggest capitalist peg of us all 
he just won it. He just got luck. Nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> was seeing him in Spain. He, he was he was maniacal. He's evil. Yeah, yeah. He's right. A, he's a maniac. Uh... There was a sliver of me that was like, I just like imagine you won <laughs> capitalism, and now everyone hates you, and you did it at what cost? I thought he lived like that, but no, he doesn't. Not at all. No, he doesn't. Of course not. Andrew, he does. He gets paid like so much money. There's no reason for him to think anything that he has ever done in his life is wrong. Because clearly it's all worked. So Right, I would have, if during the pandemic, I would have been like, oh, I could like become the emperor of the world right now. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oopsies, hey. whoops. Uh-oh. I'm Death Destroyer of Worlds. Bruh, bruh. Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer movie? Bruh. Yeah. Cillian Murphy? Bruh. Yeah. Oh, Lordy. Um, um, do, you, do you have anything else on, on the thing? Do you want to talk about other stuff? We went into it, basically. I would love to talk about the ending. Um, sure. Uh, is Keith David the thing? Are they just content with dying with each other? Or do I they finally like... allow themselves to trust? What do you think? What do you see at the very end? To me, it was just like, it was neither of them trust each other in this moment. So it's just like, if I, if I say I'm going to leave, he's going to shoot me. Mm-hmm. To, for both of them. They're like, yeah, we're both aware that like this can't leave and if you're the thing i have to kill you and if i'm the thing you have to kill me so why don't we just sit here and die Mm -hmm. there's a theory that keith david is the thing and Mm -hmm. uh kurt russell hands him the bottle to drink from but earlier in the movie He's making Molotov cocktails and throwing them so it's like gasoline inside. Then that's oh, okay. how Kurt Russell's like, ha ha ha, you're the thing, and that's why he smiles and looks away. But that's a theory. I don't like that one. Okay. I, Molotov cocktails don't have to be gasoline. Exactly. That's. Uh, I think it kind of undone. What like cool whatever. I just it's interesting that someone thought yeah, of it. Yeah, I guess. Um. I don't know. What's the Billy Joel song? They're sharing a drink they call loneliness, but it's better than drinking alone. The Piano Man? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Billy Joel song? The, the, yeah. the Billy the Joel Man? song. I, there's something so, like, touch. I don't know, touching at, to the end of this movie that I think... Yeah. Do you think that that one of them's the thing? I think neither of them are the thing. I think they both know what's going to happen, right? Like, they both know what they need to do, but it's like they got to that tension. And I also don't think it's on accident that it's a black guy and a white guy. They got there. It's just the two of them left. That's it. And when there's just two people who don't trust each other, all you can do is trust them. And that's like... Like, it kind of is... And they those two characters, Keith David and uh, Kurt Russell, throughout the movie, they're kind of spatting with each other. Um, yeah. And just that moment when they're like, it's just us. I'd rather die with a, with a friend than, a, than an enemy. No matter what. Yeah. No matter what. We don't know if either of one of us are the things, but... Yeah. There's nothing I can't do but like you. <laughs> yeah. There's something very sweet that I like about the, the ending. That's, That's the, fair. Yeah. I can I can I can dig on that. Mm-hmm. Oh god. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going like through the waves of wait. You know when you wake up and then like you get a bit of energy and yes. then, like no. And you get a bit more, and then it's like, no, not yet. Yep. And then you get a bit more, no, not yet. And that's sort of where I'm at. 
I've had that. And then, no, I had to be somewhere. And I'm just like, come on, these times need to equal out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. And they just don't equal. Yeah, no, I hear. And that's life from Andrew Thomas. <laughs> that's life. Oh, geez. That's what all, all the, people the people say. say. Um, uh, did you see the new Halloween movie? No, not yet. I'm trying to you figure out seen schedules. It yet? Yeah. I gotta see it with my Dang. sister. Just people want to see it with me. We gotta figure out schedules. It's it's. it's oh, I'm Andrew thing. Thomas. I'm so popular. So many people want to hang out with me. Oh, <laughs> uh, fucking dick! <laughs> it's. I guess it's just the way you look at it, huh? <laughs> I'm. I'm trying to. I'm out here trying to. I have. I gotta like ask everyone I know. Like, hey, do you want to see Dune? <laughs> Hey, do you, hey, do you, do you want to see Dune? No one wants to see Don't Dune. People are not super excited about Dune. <laughs> I'm but, stoked as hell. Yeah, on Dune. so am I. But it's uh, you know, I'm like, hey, do you, I like asked my roommates? I was like, hey, do you guys want to see Dune? And I was like, yeah, maybe. Can my uh, can my girlfriend come? And I was like, yeah, of course. And that was kind of all I heard about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It'd be like Aaron that. just didn't say anything. You know. You know how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a world it's we live in. It's a world in. that we do live in. Yeah. Uh, have you been, have you watched anything else recently? What's, uh, what's going on? I don't, sorry, I don't really have much going on. Me, I don't have any other thoughts on the thing. Me too. That was it for me. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, what else am I watching? I'm doing lunch, doing right. Oh my God. I'm so excited for Edgar Wright. Actually, I'm scared. Uh, you're scared? Uh, yeah, I'm okay saying that on the podcast right now. Like, I, I watched the world end and, we're, we'll talk about that, but I just didn't realize like how much of like Edgar Wright's like style is just how I think movies should work. Just I'm like, mm. yeah, no, that it's not good or bad. That's just how things are. Like I didn't oh, realize okay. how like in my head those and specifically the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, I haven't seen Scott Pilgrim or uh, 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 Baby Driver. Also, I didn't realize that World End came out after uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I watched. I watched. I didn't watch them in order. I watched all the Cornetto, and then I watched Scott Pilgrim, and then I forgot Baby Driver exists. So I still need to watch Baby Driver. Yeah, and I also think you don't have to do this if you don't want to. I'm gonna try to do the uh, documentary that came out, the Spark Brothers. I believe it's. Called. Oh yeah, the Spark Brothers one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the Spark Brothers, so I would not. Yeah, what's going on. same. I'm hoping it will educate me. Um, Great. But just the, how much I love the Cornetto trilogy to how much I like mm. those other two films, I'm just afraid. I'm like, is my favorite filmmaker just, I like the Cornetto trilogy? Is that it? <laughs> like last night in Soho, I'm kind of afraid of. I'm like, oh no, that's going to be a oh, hard no. pill for me to swallow. <laughs> To yeah. be like, oh, I just like the Cornetto trilogy. <laughs> and I like Edgar Wright. <laughs> yeah. I'm so afraid. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, no, I'm excited to, to, to do it. I am too. But I just, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, besides the dude, the two projects we're doing. Yeah, I'm not watching anything else. I'm going to start mm. Peaky Blinders midway through uh, Twin Peaks. And then... But I'm, Just because? I got a friend who really wants me to watch it. And I watched mm. the first season. I was like, eh, I like it. But they really want me to watch it. I respect them as my friend. So I'm yeah. just going to try it's to... It's a good show. I, just, I, I, struggle. I struggle with that show. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, it's really good. I don't know. I just don't want to watch it. <laughs> um, but it's really good. Like, Tom Hardy's great when he shows up. He's yeah, so good. Yeah, I got to that part in no. season two. Tom Hardy is great. He's um, so good. And then I'm like, I don't know. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. It's like, <laughs> there's a lot going on. Um, there's just a lot going what on. What about you? What, what media are you consuming? 
Uh, I've just been playing games, basically. Um, playing this rad game called Deathloop. Mm-hmm. That's really good, and I think I'm near-ish the end, potentially. Awesome. I feel like I've sort of figured out the, the puzzle um, of how to do it all. So I just gotta kind of get to a part where I can do it, mm-hmm. and then I'll, I'll feel pretty good. But it's a really good game. When Eventually, if it comes out on uh, Xbox that you can play, I think you should play it. Okay. It's cool. You're like, so you're this guy, you wake up on a beach, um, and you start like going through your day, uh, and um, you, you know, you have to like, you, you find out that um, someone's like talking to you on a radio, and she's <clears throat> like, oh, are you, do you finally remember what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. You like go, you find her, she like throws you off a cliff, and then you catch yourself like a different you catches you and then tells you like some information and then you fall down the cliff and then you die and then you wake up on the beach again. And then you're like, that was fucking weird. (laughs) Uh, And then the girl's like, Oh, here we go again. Like, and he's like, Hey, why did you throw me out of that building? And she's like, wait, you remember? And you're like, yeah, I do. Why did you, Hey, why did you you do do that? that? She's like, Oh, Oh shit. Shit's shit's getting crazy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you find out that you're on this like island, uh, and you are looping through a day, uh, and everyone on this island is like supposed to be aware that the day is looping, mm-hmm. but only you and this one other girl know that you're you're looping, and so then it's about you, um, trying to break the loop by like killing all of the um. Uh, people who like are in charge mm-hmm. of this like organization, this island, um, by like basically just solving this puzzle of like how can I kill all eight of these people in one day? Yeah, how do you get them all to like one place at the same time so that you can go and kill them? Sort of thing. Uh, it's just it's really good. It's like it has like this very like like sixties um, sort of aesthetic to it. Ooh. Uh, but it's like also cool sci-fi stuff and like there's just like cool little puzzles and mysteries and like all the stuff you can find you get like superpowers so you can like teleport around or like um turn invisible for a bit or um like you get like a telekinesis like sort of blast yeah um you know different sort of powers that you can equip uh and then yeah it's just about like going around and solving this little puzzle by like visiting the same places like at different times of the day, uh, and it's just really good. It's just it's just a very good game. It's very interesting. It's that very sounds fun. like Some a lot of, the of fun. It's That's... great. It's it's really cool. Yeah, it sounds chill um, too. It can be okay. like it, it can be chill, um, but uh, it's not always chill because there are like you, everyone knows that you are trying to break the loop. And so everyone is trying to kill you. Yeah. So if anyone sees you, they try and kill you. So you can kind of, you have to kind of be still stealthy. You can just go and kill everybody. Like if you find a good enough gun, I have had times where I just murder everybody in an area and then I'm like, cool. Now I can just walk around and do whatever I want. Yeah. Find whatever information I need. Um, there's this ability that's like a nexus, I think it's called, where like you throw out this little like explosion and then everyone who gets hit by the explosion is like, they get like linked together. Uh, and then whatever happens to one of them happens to all of them. So then you mm-hmm. can hit like five people with this little explosion and then shoot one of them in the head and they all die. So it's just really easy to just like clear an area of yeah. people. Uh, and it's great. If It's really fun. It like feels really good. The characters are really interesting. Like all the different um, uh, like bosses, quote unquote, are like really cool and have like their own weird personality and like story of what's going on. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's really cool. I recommend it Dang. to everybody. But it's currently only on PS5 and PC. But it should come to Xbox next year. So happy for my so guy. Where it's at. My guy who got the PS5. <laughs> Hell yeah. Remember oh, remember so that sick. time? Remember that time you didn't have it? Remember all those I grueling do. nights? 
Yeah, I do remember waking up at 6 in the morning trying to buy a goddamn PS5 uh, for like a month and a half. Because a corporation has a tie to your soul. Isn't that the yeah. worst part? I bought Black Widow on yeah. Stillcase. And I was the second I swiped my card. Why? The second. Because like that movie should have came out in 2016. And like that character does mean a lot to me. And like I want it. Like I've imagined it on my Blu-ray case so many times. Like there are so many other things I would have wanted for the amount of money it costs. But my corp- my soul is tied to a corporation. Andrew, why did you do that? Uh, and it's funny, like, I saved a lot of money. I said that, like, with a lot of emphasis in August. I didn't have enough money when I bought it. It was it was, it was, was a mistake. It was a financial mistake. Andrew. But I still did it. Why would you do it. this? But I still did it because it looked, the, the steel case looked cool enough. Was, I tried to find yeah. the steel case for Green Book and it wasn't online. For so Green I Book? A regular one. Or not a uh, Green Knight. Oh yes, yes. Uh they Green yeah, Book, thank God it wasn't uh on Steelbook Green Knight, because again I would have lost it. But that one was just because I'm bad with money, not because I physically hurt. Because <laughs> I don't own yeah, something. The Black Black Widow is a weird one. That's a weird that's a weird Because those movies tainted me. <laughs> Apparently. Is that it for The Eternals? No. I'd seen these reviews kind of breaks my heart. The most non-MCU movie ever. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. We lost. Uh, we lost a long time ago. This is... We're just... <laughs> yeah. Matrix 4 does look great, though. <laughs> Matrix, Yeah. Back to where it all started. Back still, to the Matrix. Still a sequel, but like at this point, <laughs> I'll take whatever I can. Yeah, I'll take a movie directed, written and directed by a trans woman. Yes. Oh, yeah, let's do it. That cost over. That's also a, like, a bonkers gun fu action movie. And it costs yeah. like $90 million. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's a movie. Yeah. Oh. Matrix 4. Come on. Dude looks cool. I'm excited for Dude. I'm stoked on Dune. Yeah. I know it's getting weird reviews. It is. Uh, uh, all over the place, but man, I'm stoked on this movie. That to me My is a Canadian good thing. Canadian boy, Denny Villeneuve. Like, ooh, let's do it, baby. Yes. Give me something that will. I'm seeing all these, like, Canada specific Dune commercials of, like, the cast being like, we're so happy to, like, bring, like, Dune to Denny's home country. Like, and I'm like, yes, let's do it, baby. Me and you. I love Timothy. that. I love that. Have you finished the book? No, I have like a hundred pages left. Okay. Are you going to try to finish it before? I'm going to finish it before Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm excited. No, that's no problem. I'm so excited. <sighs> you haven't watched the David Lynch one yet. Not You're yet. watching it after? Yes. I'm sorry. It's not very good. I've heard nothing but bad things. It's not very good. Uh, I am going to do it after his last movie, which is three hours long. Did you know this? Did you hear about this? Twin Peaks is like 50 hours long, All so right. I don't know. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I Like, I get the sentiment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, my name is Sam Banning. And I'm Andrew Thomas. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. Uh, sorry this one was late. Stuff happens. Uh, you know. Life. You know how it is. Um, but thanks so much. Anyway, uh, if you want to financially support the show, you can join Lennox Studios over on our Patreon uh, for as little as five bucks a month. Uh, Patreon.com slash WelcomeBackPod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For as uh, little as five bucks a month, you get a bonus episode every single month. Uh, straight to your ears. Um, Ooh. we did we did some fun stuff last month. This month, I I have an idea as to what to do. Oh, cool! Um, so I think that'll be a good time. Uh, and yeah, if you don't have the money or don't feel like giving us money, that's totally fair. There is a pandemic going on. We get it. We also have no money. Yes. Um. Uh. So if you still want to support the show, follow us on all the different social medias at Welcome Back Pod. Uh, on all the different podcatchers of your choice. Um, 
the our link tree is in uh, the description and all, all of our social media pages if you want to find all of our links that's there um and uh yeah that's a great way to support the show uh if you don't want to give us money yes hey don't 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 not trust your friends trust your pals trust trust your pals and listen to to welcome back podcast um yeah wa- listen to us in the cold listen to us in the heat listen to us bundled up listen to us surfing we have a lot of fun opinions are they good you're the judge of that so just tell your friends and then judge us that's what we love our opinions might not be good they, they are fun. fun. They are fun. That that's a good I can tag guarantee. <laughs> yeah.